You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, the Trend Zone. Greetings and salutations. He's Dave, I'm Casey, and we are the Football Dudes, and we're about to take you on a trip into the Trend Zone. Dave, you ready, brother? Yes, sir. What do we got on store for the people? Oh, we're going to talk about some quarterbacks, both good and bad, a bunch of crazy NFL action, a couple of tiers for the survival pool, and maybe a couple more tiers for our go-back fantasy starts of the week. But Dave, you know we don't start nothing without the dank nugs, baby. Give one to the peoples. Casey, it's nine teams and that is the first time since 2015 that at least nine teams have started out the season 2-0. and On that list, which is Baltimore, Buffalo, Dallas, Green Bay, Kansas City, L.A. Rams, New England, San Francisco, and Seattle. Some interesting teams there. One that jumps out at me is Buffalo. How about that? Who knew these Buffalo Bills would jump out of the, uh, of the gates 2-0, and bro? Yeah, that's crazy. Half the NFC East. But, Dave, what about three-quarters of the NFC West, bro? The Niners... The Rams and the Seahawks, dude. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. This is kind of the division we saw last year going into the season, and it didn't really, it kind of fizzled out mm-hmm. uh, all, on the way for us there. But, uh, and you got the, uh, the feisty Cardinals in that, in that mix too. You know, they're, they're going to be a, a tough out as well. So, man, it's a lot of interesting stuff here early on. It's only two weeks in case. Only two That's weeks right. <laughs> two and no, but it is a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll, my friend. Yeah. Right. Well, speaking of some cats that have been at the top, it was a bad week for Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, dude. We lost three this week, one to a benching. I'm talking about Eli Manning and that handsome, handsome mug of his, Drew Brees with the thumb, and Big Ben with the elbow, dude. Bad news for those guys. Yeah, no doubt. And you tack onto that, uh, Nick Foles as well. That's uh, right. A bunch of these dudes that are premier NFL quarterbacks, the stars of our league that we want to keep upright. Uh, those are the dudes that are going down here. Um, obviously, that 2004 draft with uh, Big Ben, Eli, and Rivers, and Rivers, uh, only one still standing here, heading into week three, and he happens to be on a, a spell of 200 and something plus games without missing a start. So, uh, nonetheless, uh, obviously, losing these guys, not a good situation for these uh, for these teams, man. They're going uh, down to that second string and or third string in some cases uh, to try and find another guy to get out there, man. But uh, yeah, but dude, what about that sweet ass porn stash coming on Gardner yeah. on the on the Jags, baby? No doubt, Minshew came out and lit it up uh, in relief in Week One, and he's shown that he's. Uh, the stage isn't too big for him at this point in time. So, interesting. And, you know, um, Big Ben going down, that opens the door for Mason Rudolph, draft pick yeah. out of Oklahoma State. Maybe yeah. he can get James Washington going a little bit. Those guys uh, obviously played school together. And then the Breezer, there's some talk for um, 
Hill going in instead of Teddy B there, but you don't pay Teddy B that much money to sit behind two guys on the bench. One, maybe not two. Yeah, and that's why Teddy B decided to stay there instead of seeking opportunity elsewhere where he could have been a starter because this situation was a possibility for him. Sit back there, learn from Sean Payton, learn from Drew Brees, and then if something were to go uh, wrong for Brees, he gets a chance to run this particularly awesome offense. Yeah, dude, and I'm the last person in the world that wants to defend Eli Manning, but all the problems <laughs> in will? New York are definitely not his fault. Yeah. yeah, Daniel Jones, I'm excited to see what this guy can do, but no Sterling Shepard. Obviously, they moved on from OBJ, um, Golden Tate on the four-game suspension, so not a lot there, but I think Daniel Jones can turn around and hand it to Saquon and do just fine. Yeah, it was just the preseason, but he did look really, really sharp in the preseason. Again, it's such a small sample size, and it's not real football, but I thought this would happen. I didn't think it would happen at 0-2 for the Giants. That's pretty quick, pretty quick uh, hook for Eli. Now, Dave, remember just a couple of years ago when everybody was like, oh, the Cowboys should have drafted Jalen Ramsey instead of Zeke. Um, I'm glad that did not happen. We were not on that boat, Casey. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously Ramsey uh, probably wishes, wishes at this point that he had a, a star on the side of his helmet uh, and he wants out of his current situation there. It's very strange because, you know, that it's a, it's a, it's a long season and Owen, two teams have gone on to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but he wants to abandon ship there in Jacksonville. They're looking for up to two first rounders. Hello. Yeah. Good luck good with luck. that. And dude, <laughs> the Jags were six inches away from beating those Texans on yeah. Sunday, you know, and that's a whole different story there. Yeah. yeah I don't think they're going to get the, the, uh, the two first-rounders for Ramsey, but he at least he says, hey, I'm going to play while I'm here, so at least he's got that. But Dave, Ooh. dude, let's turn this over to the fish because uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, one of their best DBs, he's now gone. He's a Pittsburgh Steeler, but dude, all the Dolphins are jumping out of the tuna nets down there in Miami. <laughs> Holy smokes. Yeah, this uh, follows uh, along with uh, Tunsil and Stills being traded to the Texans. And it's pretty obvious at this point in time that the that the Dolphins aren't really thinking of next week or the week after that. They're thinking of next year and the year Tank after that. Tank for Tua? Tank for Tua. <laughs> if that's the case, why why even have traded for Rosen? It looks like they're not even giving him a fair share, uh, fair shake at this thing because uh, obviously he comes out of a bad situation. But he was the tenth overall pick, and uh, now you know you you're not even looking at him right now, and you're taking away all of these players from this football team um i uh, you know obviously if they if they get all these draft picks which they're which they're accumulating they have to hit on them and they've got a, oh a yeah bunch of them. they got a bunch moving forward dude they have two first rounders next year two second rounders two fourth rounders two sixth rounders and two seventh rounders and that's not even getting into 2021 yeah that's the texans first and second round pick in that draft that gives them plenty of ammunition to uh trade up to the top of casey they're not going to have to trade up to the top they're going to be at the top at this rate they're not going to win a game what i i'm not a maybe i'm not a uh an expert necessarily casey but i know you have to you have to score at least some points to win an nfl football game and at this point this uh this dolphins team uh and they're they're an actual they're an absolute embarrassment to the nfl right now you know what, Dave, though? They have a chance to be the only team with two perfect seasons, though. <laughs> I'm calling right. it now, baby. They're going the other way on this one. Detroit Lions <laughs> want to pop that cork on that champ. It ain't going to happen, bro. 
All right. Well, I know one team that has a loss Uh-oh. and in a couple pools, I am dead. But thankfully, we have the street, the three strikes pool. Dave, how are you looking in that, bro? Yeah, well, I am uh, quite alive, actually, as I, um, uh, ha- I I took the obvious pick last week, Casey, the most popular pick, the New England Patriots. That was that was easy, low hanging fruit for me, and um, the most in uh, the most popular incorrect pick, pick kind of hits home for us, doesn't it? Here, as it was the Carolina Panthers, and some 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 people we know went went with the Panthers. Dude, a fourth and one, bro. You got Cam Newton, who's six five or whatever, who's the king at the one yard. You know, quarterback sneak, or you give it to McCaffrey. He tries to get that thing outside instead of cutting it up. That ended up costing me Dave, and I was like, oh, I'm going to save the Patriots, bro. That's too easy. I'm going to save them, and now I'm dead, and I can't live mm-hmm. to use them. Yes. So. Well, luckily in ours, we do have the three strikes, Casey. That looks uh, gives us an opportunity to look ahead to next week. You can take on a new strategy. Pick your Cowboys uh, this week. Uh, and the strategy, of course, being anybody that's playing the Dolphins is who you take. So this week, it's your Cowboys as the obvious pick heading into next week, dude. And it was me on this show last week that said, book it, that the Patriots were going to win that game no matter what. And I didn't follow <laughs> my own stupid advice. That's what I get. Well, I guess I can find some kind of moral victory. No, Dave, there are no moral victories in the NFL. Actually, and there are no moral victories in in the fantasy leagues. No. There are uh, demoralizing losses, though. Dave, let me set the story, though, man. I lost Drew Brees yeah. when he was at negative .43. There was no way I could win. Yeah, no one would blame you for going down like that, Casey. However, somehow, you managed to piece together a fantasy win. And when I look back at it, there were a couple of mistakes <laughs> I, 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 I made. Uh, I could have played Peyton Barber on a Thursday night. That Thursday snuck up on me, damn it. And I didn't put Barber in. I had Mixon in instead. That difference right there was about 12 points. That would have been just enough to sneak by with my crappy-ass fantasy team over your Drew Breesless foul boys. Yeah, I had a big week, although I got work to do this week. Obviously, I have to replace Drew Brees, and it looks like I'm going to have to replace Michael Gallup. So, um, Ooh, that's a tough loss. Yeah, lots of, lots of work to do there for my foul boys. But, Dave... Let's get to the real games, bro. It's week three, and we got some good action going. Yeah, we'll get it started with the surprise Baltimore Ravens. Maybe not a surprise to everyone, but certainly the way they've played in the first two weeks. Although the competition, maybe not all there, Casey. But Baltimore goes to Kansas City. We'll see about that this week as they play the Chiefs. And in Kansas City, the Chiefs are favored by six and a half. Yeah, that is a tough place to play, but let's look at these Baltimore Ravens, man. They've been tough, and obviously Lamar Jackson has been out of his mind. Mm-hmm. First player in NFL history to have over 250 pass yards and 120 rush yards in a game. Dude, and he almost did it two weeks in a row, had 119 for wow. the first week. Um, they are running the ball, and he's he's firing that thing, too. He's got a couple Sooners that he likes to throw the ball to there, obviously, Hollywood Brown had the huge first week, but the guy there, dude, is Mark Andrews, and I'm sure he's no secret anymore, so he's been scooped up in any of the fantasy leagues mm-hmm. um, that he wasn't um, already, but this guy was a complete stud at Oklahoma, almost like a wide receiver, just a huge guy there, but they're doing it, running the ball. Mark Ingram's been a great addition to this team. He's got a tough running style that they really like, 
And of course, you can always count on that Ravens defense. But dude, yep. if for some reason they're not able to run the ball, man, the Chiefs can put up a bunch of points quick. So it's going to take a great effort from these Ravens to hang around there. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's going to be a huge test for that Ravens defense, despite the fact that over the last decade or whatever, they've been a great defense, more than that, 20 years plus. But um, they have changed a lot of players on that defense, and this this will be the true test when they uh, head to Kansas City where everything is red all over the place and it's loud. And that Chiefs offense cranks, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, it took them a quarter to get going last week, but then they exploded. And uh, even without... Hill, the most explosive receiver in the entire NFL. Obviously, Mahomes is just still lighting it up. Uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, you know, uh, unstoppable force there. Damian Williams at running back. And LaShawn McCoy now uh, really combining together to be a, a very viable uh, running back tandem. But it's all about Mahomes, man, what he can do. They got um, – Nicole Hardman, and then who was it? Marcus Robinson. The Marcus Robinson, Robinson. yeah, total I mean, fantasy domination, baby. Right. Six, one seventy-two, two TDs. Brutal, dude. So it just seems like a guy can come out of nowhere when Mahomes is tossing the football. The way he can create, the way he can make plays and extend plays, um, and their defense seems to be, uh, you know, on the upswing from the last handful of years so if they can just play pretty good defense and yeah. uh and score a crap load of points man it's it's good stuff for kansas city oh we've seen them score a crap load of points dave let's go in the Wayback machine a little super bowl rematch the oakland <laughs> raiders at the minnesota vikings and the vikings are eight point favorites at home yeah and this raiders squad came out last week uh, and uh, felt really good about themselves initially, Casey, as they were <laughs> playing, nothing lead. They were in the black hole. <laughs> they were beating the Kansas City Chiefs down, and uh, the silver and black was back. Um, and you know what? They they uh, have a lot to be excited about right now as Derek Carr, uh, you know, he has a potential to, you know, he's healthy now. He has a potential to really be uh, a, a, back to where he was when he was sort of sh- – looking at possible MVP. He was in that conversation a couple of years ago before he got hurt. Um, and the running back, uh, Jacobs there, looks like the real deal. I love his style. Vicious yeah. running attack there. Um, they've got uh, Waller, the tight end out of nowhere, kind of that sort of revived his uh, young career and looks like he's really, really talented. And uh, the receiver they, they got from the Chargers, uh, Terrell Williams. Antonio Brown uh, came and went there. He never did anything there. But Terrell Williams did, and he's he's there, and he looks like the legit guy. Uh, this Raiders defense has got a lot of young talent, and it's going to yeah. be uh, maybe uh, maybe a, a long season for them, but a learning season, and and they're poised to become a great team. Yeah, I thought you would boycott that a hard knocks because it was the Raiders, but uh, it was compelling TV. It's good to watch. They brought me in, Casey. <laughs> no, what isn't good to watch is Kirk Cousins in the fourth quarter last week. Oh, uh, disgusting. A first and goal from like the seven. Mm-hmm. And he has the throw off of his back foot and it's interception intercepted in the end zone ends any chance they had on winning. And uh, that's why this guy is a 500 quarterback, dude. He can't beat the, the good teams. And they were right there. I mean, they gave up 21 and they had fought their way back, wasted a great game by Dalvin Cook, dude. This guy is big play personified, dude, almost 200 scrimmage yards last week. Awesome. And they were right there. So while you having Cousins throw it on first and goal, dude, that makes me so mad when I see that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Minnesota, 
they're a couple mistakes away from being 2-0, and but now they're looking up at those Packers there. But tons of weapons, obviously Thielen and Diggs. But it's that that defense that has been pretty solid. Like I said, gave up the big lead to the Packers early, but then really kind of were um, frustrating that offense and gave their team a chance to get back in there, but they didn't do it. So picking up a win here at home uh, against the Raiders would do a lot to keep them kind of in the mix because we're going to see these next few weeks, man. The NFC is going to get pretty jumbled. Yeah, no doubt. Props to that uh, Packers defense, though, for making a big play in the back of the end zone, too. Moving on, though, Casey, it's the Houston Texans at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers at home in L.A., favored <laughs> by three. Yeah, dude, and these Texans, man, um, making all the moves, bringing in all those Dolphins, you trade plays. pigs, getting people in there, getting Duke Johnson. It's really not um, – maybe last week was a little hangover, that brutal loss that they had on the Monday night opener because with 38 seconds left in that game, it looked like Deshaun Watson had just made everybody believes their, believers and uh, such a valiant comeback only to get diced by – Drew Brees so maybe it was a little bit um, of a hangover going in and they were really we talked about it earlier six inches away if Fournette gets it in the end zone from being 0-2 that being said there's a ton of weapons on this team they're still working out that running back deal is it going to be Carlos Hyde is it going to be Duke Johnson they got to get the the right um, measurements on there and figure out how many carries for each of those guys obviously different skill sets but there's potential there DeAndre Hopkins obviously uh, one of the best in the business, but Deshaun Watson, the the Michael Jordan of the NFL, man, he's got to play better. He's got to be an MVP to get this team going and kind of get them over the top. So um, I expect Will Fuller to show up in this game and um, they can still introduce Kenny Stills too, but lots of weapons and they're going to try to take advantage of your banged up Chargers secondary. Yeah, the Chargers are beat up uh, on a lot of different areas, Casey, but the, one of the matchups I like in this one is the pass rush of the Chargers bring. The Houston Texans have been susceptible to quarterback sacks like crazy uh, in Deshaun Watson's uh, tenure there, and that isn't going to be fixed, I don't think, in this week uh, going against uh, Bosa and Ingram. That part of the Chargers uh, is healthy, even though they're down a handful of safeties and, and a handful of players across the board. But this Chargers team coming off a very, very disappointing loss should have had that game. Put it away, dude. Yeah. In Detroit, uh, a plethora of mistakes. Uh, five drop passes in the first half. Two touchdowns called back. Uh, another, And then a fumble on the goal line. Uh, two missed field goals. Uh, they, they, they just found just enough mistakes to mm -hmm. lose that football game against a Detroit t a team that uh, they were a little bit better than last weekend came up uh, empty on that. They have got to use that to drive them going into this week. This Houston team obviously is hungry for a win, just like the Chargers are. And in Los Angeles, they don't have a huge home field advantage. We'll see what kind of crowd comes out for that one. But the Chargers uh, do want to obviously continue to have a balanced attack on the offensive side using Eckler and Jackson at the running back positions. And then Mike Williams, we expected a little more from him, him earlier. He hurt his knee in week one. Uh, he's been modest in his performance. Keenan Allen looked unstoppable at times yeah. last week. They already lost Hunter Henry. That's a shame. Signing some, some tight ends here. Um, Phillip Rivers is going to have this team in position to win. Uh, the bottom line is that they just they need to make the plays for him to get this to get enough points to beat this Texans team, and I think they they have a, a pretty good chance of doing it. 
Yeah, it was boy Rivers got a little too greedy last week. Yeah, a couple of late last possession. Each of the two first games uh, really cost the Chargers in, in both games, although they they won the first one. I talked about Texan. Didn't even mention J.J. Watt. All right, moving forward, <laughs> dude. Sunday night, our Los Angeles Rams at the Cleveland Browns, and the Rams are three point favorites on the road. Yeah, and how about those Rams, dude? I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were all concerned about Todd Gurley's knee, and rightfully so, after what we saw in the Super Bowl and even in the playoffs, you know, with the hit and miss kind of. And mm-hmm. it seems like they've been uh, very careful and cautious with him, and it, it may just be working. The stats are there. It doesn't seem like he's as dominant of a player, uh, and uh, the other running backs are really getting into the mix there and and – down by the goal line, it seems like it's not Gurley's uh, call there. Um, but, um, you know, this team, obviously, tons and tons of talent. Cooper Cup, uh, Woods, uh, Cook at receivers, uh, the tight ends, Higby. I mean, there's tons and tons of talent there uh, yeah. offensively to spread the ball around. Goff has been doing a, a nice job. McVay, still the genius. It hasn't, the shine hasn't worn off just yet on the defensive side. They've still got Aaron Donald. He's a monster. They bring in um, my guy Weddle in the offseason to shore up that secondary. There's plenty of talent on both sides of the ball there. This is going to be a huge challenge uh, for Cleveland as L.A. comes into town, even though it's a trip across the country for the Rams. Um, and uh, and uh, But uh, we'll see uh, if, the, if the Browns are up for it and Baker Mayfield. Yeah, dude, I was a little worried about a uh, Super Bowl hangover coming off that loss, but it looks like the Rams are right back where they want to be. And uh, a couple of grimy wins there so far, winning the battle of that NFC championship rematch. But let's throw it over to these Browns. Um, kind of like those Texans, this offense is still a work in progress. Yeah. Tons of weapons there, obviously bringing in Odell Beckham Jr. We saw what that cat could do on Monday night, was doing nothing, but ended up with uh, 160 yards and a TD and was just gone. Um, they, Baker's got to find a way to get Jarvis Landry involved, too. You can't always look at OBJ, although you, you might want to, but Landry is a, a huge asset for this team, too. Not sure if they're going to have Njoku, man. He took that gnarly hit on the flip yeah, on brutal. Monday night, so he left the game, haven't seen... Um, what they have, uh, what if he's going to be able to be available next week. But, dude, Nick Chubb, man, this guy is a strong, strong running back. Just yep. love the way he runs. Um, had a, had the touchdown that kind of put that game out of reach of the Jets. They only had three points, so the reach wasn't that far to go. But it was that touchdown that kind of did it. That sealed the um, deal. So, <laughs> yeah, I like, I like what they have here on offense and you know you got to love what they have on defense starting with miles garrett dude Mm -hmm. he was beating the crap out of anything wearing a black jersey um on monday night the only thing the jets won in that game was the uniform wars because those looking sweet sweet, dude i was (laughs) digging that man it looked great but uh didn't wasn't enough to propel them to victory miles garrett dude he had three sacks but it looked like he could have had like 10 he was just in the backfield all night and punishing quarterbacks there. They brought in um, Olivier Vernon too. He's, he's been a nice addition to it. And obviously the, uh, the secondary there with the, the high draft picks. Um, There's tons of high draft picks everywhere, Casey. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) The Browns have been doing that for the last 20 years, but uh, you know, uh, 
lots of expectation on this team now, and that hadn't been the case in the past. But now they're well, right. They're on a Sunday night football game right here, right? So this is the second week in a row they're on prime time. So there are lots of expectations. You're absolutely right about that. That's different, and that this is a different Browns team under Baker Mayfield and the new rookie head coach. I hope so. I was rooting against Baker for my own fantasy league in my other league, but. Um, yeah, but I got to get back on board with the Brownies, even though they're taking our Rams, but I can jump right off that Browns bandwagon if I need to, because it's the, uh, it's the Rams. Hey, Dave. Yeah. Guess what, bro? Did you tell the people we're on Spotify now? We are, we are on Spotify, bro. Yes. Just get over there, subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes as well. Get over to Facebook and like us there. We got a bunch of great video content. Twitter bringing you all the news 24-7. Get over to the Instagrams too. We've got a lot of good stuff there. And speaking of good stuff, Dave, lots of great games this weekend, man. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. He's Dave. I'm Casey. We are the Football Dudes, and we are out of here.